0: Hey everyone, you're listening to Taking Sides with the Dashleys, a show where couples send their funniest arguments or most divisive daily disagreements to us, the Dashleys.
1: Everybody wants advice on their relationship issues, but it can be kind of risky to talk about them with your family and friends sometimes. Taking Sides is a new podcast where you can anonymously solicit feedback on your relationship issues directly from us Dallin and Ashley, as well as from special guests from time to time.
0: We'll give you our unqualified advice and our thoughts with the hope that it is somewhat insightful, maybe helpful, and definitely entertaining.
1: So please send in your submissions to taking takingsideswiththedashleys at gmail.com and you will be in one of our next podcasts.
0: Cool. Let's go. Let's go.
1: What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Taking Sides the Marriage Podcast. We are the Dashleys, Dallin and Ashley. This is our third episode, Ash, already.
0: Yeah, I'm feeling kind of snarky today, so I'm just ready to like rip into these.
1: <laughs> oh boy.
0: <laughs> I just need to tell someone like what's up.
1: Okay, well, good thing I picked some good ones for today. Okay. Uh, but I do gonna... have a, I'm going to start this off on a with a good quote first before Ashley just dives into...
0: I was going to interview. you. What? I was going to say, Dallin's going to start out this next segment. A special quote
1: you are feeling snarky and today. I'd like i see the look on your face
0: what would you name this segment with uh quotes from the heart
1: quotes from the heart. we'll come up with a better name than Wind that calls and, the and, quote. and we're all big news um we ordered a, a thank you to all of our podcast supporters i ordered a soundboard for ashley so she's going to have a little buttons <laughs> to push <laughs> like Oh, yeah. Or or like little musical intros or transitions between segments of the podcast. Anyways, the podcast production value is about to go through the roof. And so there will be an introduction to the marriage quotes. We, We thought it'd be fun to share a marriage thought or a quote every once in a while in the beginning of this podcast. So here's one from Tony Robbins. I said this in the last one, actually, but it's just so good that I wanted to read it word for word. From Tony himself, rather than paraphrasing it. He says, some of the biggest challenges in relationships come from the fact that most people enter a relationship in order to get something. They're trying to find someone who's going to make them feel good. In reality, the only way a relationship will last is if you see your relationship as a place that you go to give, not a place that you go to take. I wonder, And that is really hard to do.
0: I wonder if any relationships start out that way. I just know like when I was dating, I wanted to not be lonely anymore. So I don't, is that coming from a selfish place? I, I think
1: that it's just the basis. The basis is what he's talking about is like the best marriages are, are people who are sincere, honest, real friends who delight in the success of another without like and and really enjoy serving them without expecting things in return like not keeping score just true love and Like willing to give something to the other person. I
0: think I think he's
1: this is just talking about like a principle of marriage Obviously, no, I get it people I, do things because of what happens when they do them But I think to for like the marriage itself to last you go to the marriage as a person seeing what you can give to the other person and When the other person is doing that for you, then you're both fulfilled. That's kind of what he's getting at.
0: I think we, I don't, when I look at our marriage, I don't see us going into our marriage with that mindset. Like, what can I give? And I think that came to a rather shocking head when, after we had James, where I think I came to a place where I had nothing to give you. And I was just trying to like stay afloat kind of. And I think that's where a lot of our like issues that we've been trying to work through started when like, I think you felt that you were getting nothing, which is true because I didn't have anything to give you.
1: Well, expectations are results in the making. If I went to that, like with James being our newborn. No, I'm
0: saying, I think our marriage changed because we didn't want it to end. Like we had been living a marriage where we were both able to give each other so much. uh Uh-huh emotionally, physically. And I came to expect
1: a lot of that.
0: And then we came to a point where I wasn't able to fulfill that, like that habit that we had gotten into. And we had to change our mindsets about what we expected of each other, which is, which I think is nothing. (laughs) We don't, it's more like what we expect to do for each other.
1: Yeah. And, um, I think having zero expectations, I mean, obviously you can expect the other person to not, you know, verbally or physically abuse you, or you can expect them to stay loyal to you. Like, I think that, but as far as like, beyond like the basics, having no expectations just makes, brings so much happiness. And you just go like, how can I serve you today? Or like, what can I do around the house to help? And like, make loving requests of each other rather than like demands.
0: We've started asking, sorry, my phone's Going off a little bit, we started asking each other, like, what can I do to make you happy today? Like, what's the most important goals for you today? Mm-hmm.
1: That's made a big difference. Uh, So, anyways, big thought. It's a really hard thing to do, but once you get to that place, like Ashley and I are trying to do, uh, it's made a huge difference where you're not keeping score on what the other person has done compared to what you've done, but rather you're just seeking to give, seeking to add value, seeking to, like, what can I do for you today? Like, Rather than what can you do for me today? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just a huge difference. Again, that's so hard to do. right? (laughs) But uh, it's what we're all working on together. Okay. Shall we dive into the first question of the day?
0: Yes. We like to keep that little segment a window into our lives. And when calls the quote very short
1: when calls the quote is that the, is that's yeah. gonna be the segment name
0: and right. on to the yeah. on to
1: the go to our other podcast big little life with the dash if you want to hear us talk more about our personal about life, our issues, about our issues okay this first question from l from l is should i clean up my husband's messes around the house or should i make him do it she's just getting right to the point
0: well we've this has been a um, an underlying theme of our marriage for many years. Um, <laughs> this is just
1: a loaded question. I mean, uh, it, se- it sounds like there's some resentment here because he hasn't cleaned up after himself for quite a while. seems like
0: seems L like has no, a lot of expectations. It no, it seems like there's two different levels of comfort where one person L is comfortable at a certain level of cleanliness and her husband is comfortable at a different level of cleanliness. And it sucks because they have to live together. And I think <laughs> yeah. that's a common theme in most marriages.
1: I think so. Too. And it wouldn't
0: be an issue unless they had to live together. Um,
1: and it wouldn't be an issue if you were just friends and you was staying over for a few days. Like, eh, I can look past that. But once they're like living together, we talk about this a lot, like marriage is unlike any other relationship and you can't compare your spouse to your friend's relationships because you're not living with your friends 24 seven and you're not involved in the majority of aspects of your friend's life twenty four seven, three sixty five. 365. So let
0: me say what I have done in our marriage and life. What have you done? I used to stress heavily about the state of Dallin's dresser drawers, about the state of where he kept his shoes, about how he folded his laundry and put it in his drawers and how like his bathroom drawer looked yada 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 Yada,
1: you freaking dog <laughs>
0: um <laughs> and i had to stop but that doesn't mean that i had to become like to ch- ch- change to down's comfort let me level. just
1: throw out there i say, was not a slob no
0: he wasn't he wasn't i just I am had a very clean person. like i said i had a different level of slash expectation slash what made me you know how you feel when something is clean people feel that feeling at different levels of cleanliness and the level where it doesn't you mean feel they're a worse it, person no it's it just, just means they're different they I grew
1: up different different mindsets i'm they're not just calling you
0: any names i'm just saying i'm just throwing that the out level there. where Dallin feels that is lower than the level where i feel that
1: maybe just different not lower
0: no like it's less perfected and i'm not saying that it that's worse um some
1: would say that's better
0: anyways <laughs> i had to stop caring about that because i would come through the house and see dowens like i would open it to check it to make to see really? if it, well not to like keep tabs on you to see if i needed to clean it up like my was, drawers yeah why would you worry no about no no, my no. like when i put away laundry and if you had like trashed your drawers trashed quotation i, my fingers, I have
1: my own methods of organization
0: i'm cu- i'm getting to the point okay I used to care and I had to stop. I don't has care. Has it made you happier? Out of sight, out of mind. If I can't see it, then I don't care. I think Dallin has come and like I've even gotten better with myself at letting myself not. Like, Would you
1: say that your high level of cleanliness standards made you unhappy?
0: I think you've made me dirtier.
1: <laughs> and are you happier?
0: Um yeah, like I don't I don't have like the guilt complex if my clothes aren't folded neatly in my drawers. There we go. Um but I do have things that bother me immensely and still, but I think it's every person's job to understand what bothers them immensely and to express that.
1: If it's like an, if it's like one of the things that will keep nagging at you, please. Yeah. Like bring it up. Make a loving request.
0: Dylan, what are the things that bother me immensely as far as cleanliness?
1: Dishes in the sink.
0: Ding. What else?
1: Um, (laughs) (laughs) let's see.
0: What else like like cleanliness wise? The floors.
1: The floors just need to be clean.
0: That's it mostly.
1: Pretty much. I just
0: like things to be put away. Yeah. I like to, the Roomba to be able to vacuum and not be stopped.
1: I hate the Roomba.
0: I love him. He helps me feel like things are getting
1: clearer. I would rather dedicate 10 minutes of my day to vacuuming efficiently rather than have Roomba bounce around our house yeah,
0: except, wildly
1: for an hour and maybe not even get everything.
0: Except we don't. What? We don't dedicate 10 minutes of our day to vacuuming.
1: <laughs> Look, I will do that if we sell no, the Roomba. because
0: I would have to ask you and then you, it would be a thing where I was nagging you. So the Roomba helps me not to nag you. Okay. Anyways... If you have a thing you need to express the thing and say And you need to
1: express it in the right way too.
0: I'm getting there. And okay. say in for for us like when there when there's dishes in the sink I feel anxiety and stress. And I feel like I can't do other things until that is done and it's really hard for me when you're leaving dishes in the sink all the time.
1: Or even when dishes are left in the sink all the time not even making it about the husband but you could probably make it about him it's not and me as like just me hearing that makes me be like man i don't want to i want to do whatever i can to not like cause anxiety for ashley and this isn't that big a deal so like i'm gonna just skip the sink and throw them right in the dishwasher
0: and if it's like a common a common area i don't think it's a big deal to say and i've even said sometimes like i don't want to make Dallin clean to my standard so I've asked him before, hey, can you watch the kids for 15 minutes after each after we eat so that I can clean the kitchen how I how I want it to be cleaned? Yeah.
1: And uh, I like I want to do that for Ashley. So I'm like, cool. What can I do with the kids? Like go on a bike ride, go down to the park, something like that. And that is something that we've worked out. Where Ashley isn't like holding everybody to her highly strict cleaning standards. And, and it's also, it's not crazy.
0: I just like to, I just don't. It's not crazy. I want it to be clean before the next meal so we're not eating on you the just dirty want to be counter clean. that's It's totally normal. And so that the dishes are in the dishwasher.
1: Also, I don't want to make it sound like I don't help Ashley clean. Like, no, I, do. I just.
0: It's, it's hard sometimes when Dallin looks at a room and thinks it's clean, and I look at a room and think it's a total mess. And I don't want to hold Dallin to my standard. That makes me sound like. No, like it's very. I like things very clean, like everything put away all the time. Yeah. Especially you do. the kitchen. Uh-huh. I hate the kitchen. I hate things on the counter. I hate dishes in the sink. Like it needs to go in the dishwasher. And Dallin's gotten really good at that.
1: It's intense. So yeah. It's uh, not that intense. I do what I need to do to help Ashley out. And then I'll just let her let her have a few minutes to herself and then we go on with our day.
0: So I like the phrase. Leave no trace.
1: <laughs> leave no trace. We said this last time. Treat
0: your bathroom and your kitchen like a forest, <laughs> <laughs> yep. and leave no trace.
1: There we go. Okay. So, anyways, was that helpful to our? Wait wait, friend? wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. I will say this though. Like, Dallin has his things that I try and respect. Like what? Like noise levels, and. Little weird sounds.
1: Telling the dogs to stop barking. I can't tell you how I many. I love it when you tell the dogs to stop barking.
0: Right. How many like toys down? Down throws away a lot of toys, and a lot of squeaking toys. Things that make noise. Take and the batteries stopped out. Stopped the car a couple times to figure out what's clicking in it. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, we bought a new car, so it hasn't been. Car that seat bad. things Our have been car.
0: taped like. You know how car seats have all the trinkets on the bike? There was a
1: little bangly dinghy that like was metal <laughs> banging against metal whenever we went over the smallest right. bump. Yeah, saying, I taped it to all the All I'm
0: saying uh, is we all have our things and it's our job as married people to not label the other person as crazy and to also help them out with their things. And I
1: appreciate your help. Right. I do. I love it. So it just feels like you're standing up for me and you respect me. You don't just think I'm crazy And I love that it just makes me feel like you're my friend
0: Right, you need to be in control of noises and I need to be in control of cleanliness Mm -hmm. We all have our things. So, um, I would say make sure your husband knows what's up and how you're feeling And say it really nice and keep it about you Don't say you're such a gross slob and you're ruining my life by destroying my home you know, keep it nice.
1: Keep it about you. Keep it about your needs and, and use an I statement and ask for... And just say, just like,
0: it would mean the world to me if you helped me out with this. Yeah. Then I'm sure he'd work on it. Uh-huh. Maybe. Who knows?
1: Hopefully. Who- okay. And uh, read five love languages to learn about the difference between loving requests and demands. Loving requests should be, should be very open and acceptable in the relationship Demands are not really expressing of love, but loving requests are how any couple works together, you know, and gets through differences. Right. So
0: So whose side are you on? <laughs>
1: um
0: Down's on the husband's side, I'm on the obviously, wife's side.
1: Obviously, yeah. But I understand like where she's coming from and you gotta work it out. So um just make your make make it known and hopefully there's enough mutual respect there to like make some changes
0: all right next question next here we go
1: hello ashley and dallin this is from b my biggest issue in my house is what i like to call droppings (laughs) okay she says let me explain why my 10 year old walks through the door well when my 10 year old walks through the door he takes everything to his bedroom But as the afternoon progresses, items seem to creep out of his room into the living room. But he then puts puts back when he's finished. My husband comes home from work, and the exact opposite happens. Everything gets dropped everywhere. (laughs) There seems to be a common theme going through these. Um, uh, Everything gets dropped everywhere. Traits. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, let's see, I like to refer refer to these as husband's first name droppings. I go around the house daily to pick up his droppings and it makes me crazy. Okay.
0: Okay. We get the point. She even said... Wait,
1: no. She says, I decided not to pick up anything for a week. The outcome is going to be that he doesn't have anything to wear to work. (laughs) Haha. I'm including pictures. You will notice that he tries to get close to the hamper, but he just can't seem to make it in. LOL. Does anybody else have a droppings issue? Because I can't be the only one.
0: Okay. So I have issues with this let me just say she said this is a lack of respect of like, socks next to the this is a man who th- is under the impression oh. that if he does all these things it's like with kids what like he has learned that no matter what he does no matter where he throws his crap his wife will pick him up and they will magically appear where he needs them the next day
1: is it that or does he just is this just how he's used to living There's like
0: Clothes in the living room and shoes in the bathroom. He,
1: I think this is just he has a different standard mm, of like no. comfort and cleanliness.
0: I don't know. This is he has never, like, she's obviously doing the laundry because he throws his laundry on the floor instead of putting it in the laundry basket. If he was the one doing the laundry, I mean, I don't know. This just seems like just not saying anything for so long or he just is under the impression that he must not understand that this is bothering her or else he wouldn't do it.
1: Yeah. Hopefully. Um,
0: also he probably has never, I don't want to be mean, but it sounds like he's never done it for himself.
1: Yeah. Um, my, so power statement here to be, you get what you tolerate.
0: Right. And she's been tolerating being the servant, being the laundry servant or the picking up servant for her kids. Don't do it, but her husband does.
1: Uh-huh. And she's been tolerating it for a long time. And so you're going to keep getting it. If you stop tolerating it, and again, in a nice way, say, I would really, like, I feel this when way. When you do
0: this, I feel like you're slave. Or
1: when even when this happens, not even making it about them. When this happens, I feel this way.
0: Right. But I don't think it's wrong to say. I would much more say... appreciate
1: it if the clothes were put in the laundry basket. Mm-hmm. And him not feeling attacked at all will be like, yeah, hopefully he'll say, yeah, I I can respect you enough to do that.
0: Dear, my system is to take the laundry basket to the laundry room to do the laundry. All that I ask of you is to get your clothes (laughs) in it.
1: Yeah. Um, The picture she sent does make the house look pretty messy. So I wouldn't think this is I wouldn't think this is acceptable either.
0: I mean, so, there's like a bath towel on the mail on the counter.
1: Yeah, shoes in the bathroom. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty messy. So uh, just make it known that you're not going to tolerate it anymore. And if you would like his laundry to continue being done by you, which is a service, he can at least put the clothes in the hamper.
0: Cool? Yeah, it's what I would tell my kids. And not treating my husband like a kid, but this is the system of our house. This is my job that I've taken on to do the laundry and it's your job to help me, to help facilitate that job. Uh-huh. Like this is a family job. Laundry is a family issue. And I need you to like to do your part and get and set a good example for our kids and respect me by helping me.
1: He might feel like his job is done once he comes home after working all day, but he needs to feel like, you know, you're you're home now. You're switching gears. You put on, you take off your work hat and you put on your husband and dad hat if you have kids and your new job has just started and you're working side by side with your wife to run the house.
0: I just feel like a family meeting needs to happen where everyone talks about their feelings. We
1: should probably do a whole podcast on family meetings. Not that we have ever had one. Family meetings are great <laughs> because the idea people them. can stand and we up. we need to start them.
0: Me and Dallin have family meetings, but not with our kids yet. And That's we probably true. need to, It's we're getting to where we almost need to start with our kids. Just, just to include them in family meetings. Yeah. Not because they can have much input yet, but...
1: It's basically a weekly thing, at least, where you just get on the same page with all the different things. Like, this is what I've been trying to say, and this is what I've been thinking about a lot lately. Marriage is the most complex relationship of any relationship, unlike anything you've ever had before. And it requires meetings and systems and processes and roles. And it sounds
0: boring. Just like a business.
1: But it's like a business. And it's like, in order for it to function efficiently and run smoothly and like expectations need to be known um like roles need to be had systems need to be put in place and that needs to be organized around like solid meeting at least once a week where we talk about things
0: yeah just like a marketing team might stand up in a meeting and call out the sales team and say hey could you do this when you email us or could you change how you're doing this cuz it would make our job easier it's the same thing like there's nothing wrong about being in charge of the laundry it's a, a huge family job. And if she's in charge of it, and if she's the one heading up that department, then and something's going wrong somewhere in the line, then stand up and say like, this is making my job harder. It'd be great if you could do this to make my job easier.
1: Mm-hmm. Just like, I feel like in the honeymoon stage of our marriage, we never talked about things. We were just like, whatever happens, happens. And, and it's just like, and we're like, I can look over that. But as the year passes and you move into the second year, Um, the little things that you always let slide become bigger issues and and then you have
0: kids and it's just like then you have
1: kids and things are compounded Like you need to seriously talk about the things that you have been in the habit of keeping to yourself for so long And just lay it out on the table and have family meetings. It doesn't sound sexy. It's not romantic But it's real life and that's marriage.
0: We're gonna sing a song to start our family meeting. It's gonna be great
1: What should we sing? I already have
0: it all planned. You do we're gonna sing the brother bear song Welcome to our family time That one (laughs) (laughs)
1: oh that's a good song yeah Uh, that's already our family song
0: okay so basically just you got to step up your game you got to step up your home like your home working together
1: just see it more as like a system
0: systems and teams the family's a
1: system and you're both in charge of it and both need to be on the same page with the parts of that make the machine work
0: also logical consequences are real if your laundry is not in the laundry basket it will not be washed (laughs) And it will go in this other basket where it will mold and rot.
1: Try it out, okay. <laughs>
0: Logical consequences.
1: Uh huh. Another thought that comes to mind is he just used to you nagging him all the time without hearing like a lot of positive things about him. If it's just like you nagging him a lot about the clothes, maybe just try not saying anything about it but only st- pointing out positive things. If he's a words of affirmation guy, maybe you just need to start focusing on all the positive things that he does for 30 days. This is one of the one of the things that. Um, it says in the five love languages. And then after like a week of this going on where you're just a huge source of positivity and affirmation for him, he's going to be like, Oh, geez, like, what can I do for you? (laughs) You're doing so much for me. And like, is there anything I can do for you? And when he says that,
0: hand him a list.
1: Yeah. And like, yep, here you go. No, just start with one thing. Like, honey, thank you so much. I'm glad you noticed. I'm really trying to be a better spouse for you like one thing that you could really do to help me would just be to put the laundry in the laundry basket. But that's like, it's like the best way to do it because you don't focus on anything bad. You're only giving him positive words of affirmation. And I mean, the examples that are in the five love languages are just like way worse than this. Like the, how far the spouse has gotten apart from each other and things they were doing that the other didn't approve of. And the wife Uh, It started with her and she was like, okay, this is going to be hard, but for 30 days, I'm only going to point out the positive things and the things I see in him and affirm him. And after a week, this husband who seriously spent all this time at work and in the garage and then just came home at night and did nothing. He was like, I'm honey, I'm just feeling really bad. Like what, (laughs) what what can I do for you? (laughs) It was awesome. So maybe try that out. Like I love that example in the book. That was really good.
0: Yeah, that's really good.
1: Okay. uh, Next question moving right along let's see here um my husband and i are blessed this is from d my husband and i are blessed to have what i would call a normal marriage he works full-time and i did in the same factory as he did until recently and now i'm a stay-at-home wife mom to be i love him Let me say that first and loud from the rooftops. But he never, all caps, closes the kitchen cabinets, the shower curtain, or the toilet seat. I know typical husband stuff. Like when he
0: showers?
1: Closes the shower curtain? (laughs) When he showers or after he showers? Different issues. Uh, Sorry, Dal. (laughs) Uh, It drives me crazy. Also, he never turns lights off when he leaves a room. That sounds more like a husband gripe than a wife gripe.
0: I never turn the lights off. I'm proud of her griping after that.
1: I always run through the house and turn off all the lights. It's like he, uh, it's like his put it back how you found it part of the brain has malfunctioned. LOL. We have been married for six years in October and been together for almost 11 years altogether. And it's been this way from the beginning. What should I do to maybe get him to feel that it's as important as I do? LOL. From D well yes
0: everything we've been saying you
1: know again this is seeming to be again a common theme um first off you get what you tolerate is a, applicable here again you is, get what you tolerate
0: cupboards is a weird one
1: he leaves the cupboards open <laughs> that's intense i hate open cupboards or open microwaves i always have to like even if i'm just, in just, the middle of eating i'll get like up it's and close it
0: such a normal thing to just shut the cupboard
1: apparently i guess it's she's right it seems like his put it back how you found it part of the brain has (laughs) malfunctioned that's funny
0: um sheesh i don't know it's just
1: (laughs) it's uh, i mean it's give and take if it's super important to you like like we've already talked about bring it up i don't think we need to dive deep into this one bring it up if it's super important to you if if there's so many other great things that he does and this is one of those things that you can just kind of look past and do for yourself because there's so many other great things about him like Maybe it's not that big a deal. You can be the one to turn off the lights like I am in this house. Maybe you can be the cabinet closer. Like don't let a problem to be solved become more important than a person to be loved. One of my favorite quotes from Thomas S. Monson.
0: I don't know how old your kids are but you can give them the chore of closing cupboards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like if you've made it known so many times that it you would really appreciate it if he closed cupboards and it's just still something he d- he does, you make just keep it something that you laugh about, make it lighthearted and just maybe be like like it's something you can look past. I don't know. It doesn't seem like that big a deal. It's just a bunch of little things, again, that only start bugging the crap out of you because you're married to them, not because they're just a guest over for a few days. Like they're an integrated part of your life. Uh-huh. And so just decide if it's a battle you want to keep fighting or if something you can do for yourself.
0: Um, You could ask for context. Like sometimes Dallin, it used to really bother him that I would leave my shoes in front of the door. And one time he brought it up kind of like grouchily and then i like in tears responded
1: i did not bring it up the right way
0: i was like i'm sorry like <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> i just am carrying the kids in all- this was like in the midst of like postpartum depression yeah it's just really hard to like put my shoes to the side when i'm carrying both babies in. and i don't think he understood like he didn't have that picture in his mind no when he asked and it's not like bad to ask me to do that like that's a normal thing a normal person would do and i think i used to do it it just it just stopped happening because i was always taking my shoes off while i was holding the kids and like walking right in kind of and like after he knew that he was like more chill about it and i also like tried harder kind of because i knew it bothered him and i didn't know it like no one had ever said anything until he was like
1: your whole family does it by the way (laughs) they all do it
0: yeah because we don't wear shoes inside
1: nobody does that's Everyone, a very common thing most people but you sh- can still just set them to the side, which you're doing very good at now by the way thank you so much yeah, i'm trying you said like them to the side also
0: it. is trying to not feel annoyed because he gets why i do it now
1: yeah because you have eight thousand other things going on and if that's one thing you've never worried about in your life it might be kind of hard to start worrying about setting your shoes to the side so i am learning to look past it and ashley at the same time is also doing better at setting them to the side because she knows that i hate stepping on them or, or almost tripping over them Whenever they're right in front of the door. Because I usually am also carrying kids or something else.
0: Right. So perfection is not the expectation. And oh, another thing we've gotten good at. Because I think I've felt like she has felt. Not like with cupboard or anything. Just like the house is always in this process of getting messy. And then me cleaning it. And then it gets messy. Like messy. Quotation mark fingers. Like non-perfected. Right. Um,
1: Houses are always messy. Is that kind of what you're getting at?
0: Yeah, but... Dallin and I, like Dallin understands, like Dallin's a, I think I just need to know that there's going to be a point in the day where we work together to put everything back Uh and we've like figured out and like verbalized, which I guess is what I needed that that happens.
1: I used to just kind of know in my head that I would clean it eventually, but I wouldn't tell Ashley, Hey, I'm planning on cleaning this up later after I do this and this and this. So in my head, I was chill. Like everything is good to go. But in her head, she's just stressing about the
0: like things one more that need job. to be
1: cleaned. The One more job she's going to have to do after the kids are finally asleep. So something I've been trying to do is communicate better about things that I'm planning on doing or what I've got going on and uh, just the general things that need done around the house. And she has appreciated it, right?
0: Sometimes I just turn to Dallin and say... I just need to hear you say that we're going to work together and clean up the house later tonight. So
1: now I've started trying to say that before she asked me to, and she really appreciates it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) I don't know, like houses are a weird thing because it's his house as much as it is your house. I mean, it's his cupboards as much as they are your cupboards. So it's really something like, like in a classroom when I had class, like a kindergarten class, we would start the year and like have rules and have housekeeping issues like figured out and so maybe you guys just need to have a family meeting and open it up to him too like i've been feeling a lot of like there
1: might be some things yeah, that you're doing that rub him the way. i feel way like
0: too. we've let a lot of things slide and we've gotten into some bad habits and i just want to sit down and and i'm going to write down some things that i would really love the family to work on and you can write down some things that you'd really love me to work on. And I want to try and like meet everyone's lists or like, like talk about the things that we can do to have a happier home uh-huh. for both of us to feel happier in our home and just like a safe place to like talk about that. And, and you be open to change and he be open to change. Yeah. Family, like, meetings. family meetings.
1: So just being intentional about, yeah, the systems and processes of all the parts that come together to run a home. Like, you get what you tolerate, comes to mind again. And also, again, I want to just say that quote from President Thomas S. Monson, never let a problem to be solved become more important than a person to be loved.
0: But there's nothing wrong with systems and organization and good habits and cleanliness, but those need to be decided together and not decided by one person. Right.
1: So, there you have it. Have a family meeting. Hope that wel- helps, D.
0: Okay. Let's do one more.
1: One more. All right. This is from T.
0: Why are hey, you supposed to use the same letter?
1: <laughs> what? I've been using the letter after the real letter.
0: Oh, I've been so confused. I'm like, no, I was it's hoping S. you would catch on.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So little secret. We're using the letter after the real letter of the first name. Okay. This is from T. I
0: can't even keep up with this.
1: You got this, Ash. You, okay. Ready? Okay. Hey, this is T from Coeur Idaho. Oh, I love Coeur d'Alene. I am married to D, and we have our first child, D, Is this working? By this point, the husband's definitely going to know who it is. All right. She is three months old now. I saw your live video about answering questions on marriage. So if you read this, I'm curious first, how long you've been married, also having kids, Things get tough. What are some of the toughest situations you both have been through and what have you done to overcome them? I love watching your vlogs. We are also members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and I can relate to a lot of things you both say. Oh, cool.
0: Okay. Well, D turning the, or T turning the tables on us.
1: Huh? Huh? I feel like we already do this a lot. So
0: we've been married for five years and what is your toughest situation that you've gone through with me?
1: And how have you overcome them? Man, the first thing that comes to mind is usually what it is, right? So the toughest thing has been the transition from before having kids to after having kids and learning to um, just changing expectations, kind of rewriting the rules of how like your marriage worked and overcoming the selfishness of wanting all of Ashley's attention on me to instead shifting that to how can I serve my family today and, and what can I give versus like... Who, who's here to make me happy today you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. Kick, dragging me kicking and screaming how's that quote go dragging me kicking and screaming from the world of selfishness and and egoism to like the world of how can i help and how can i add value to my my wife and my kid's life today that was and still is a very hard transition
0: and like just to come to dylan's defense he's not he was never a terrible person that kind of paints you in a terrible light. I think it's just, he's been trying to change what he expects and what he like, what equates to him feeling loved and it doesn't have to be, as much time as it was before kids.
1: I mean, I got used to coming home from work and school. Boom. Me and Ashley had like six hours to hang out, go to the gym together, Just so go much to the gym fun. at all. Go to, Just go on a hike, drive wherever we want. Go on a
0: date every night, go on, go on a, on a date. date every afternoon. Man. After everything kids, was a date. Like literally everything. our life before kids was a date.
1: So fun. And then after that, boom, here's an... <laughs> There's a beautiful, beautiful angel child who also, you know, wakes you up five times a night and requires all of your attention day and night, all Mm -hmm. day, every day, day by day. And you're lucky if you get some micro moments together when you're not dead, tired and wanting to just go to sleep. And that was a humongous transition for me. And then compounded when we had number two. And it's just been, man, just a huge mind shift for me in what, how, like, where I basically being happy from within rather than like expecting others to make me happy and finding joy and serving rather than expecting others to make me happy was a big personal struggle for me and very rewarding, obviously. And I see it as one of the main reasons why people have families and get married now, because it teaches you those things that I'm learning right now. Still have a long ways to go, but I'm learning them. Yeah. Just the fact that I'm saying these things is evidence that I've learned something, right?
0: Yep. We didn't used to say these things. I didn't. (laughs) <laughs> I said we Yeah, we didn't well, no, used what, to be aware of these you, feelings um, I think my hardest part has just been I just have a really hard time after having a baby with just like mental stuff and stress and anxiety and depression and just figuring out how to wade through that and how to like I kind of like described it as like when we talk about another kid to be frank like the reason where why I mean, we're waiting for a lot of reasons, but, like, one of my reasons is I just don't know if I could, like, find myself again after another baby. Like, you worry after coming out of that whole, like, postpartum dark area if it's, it's like, relieving to, to feel like yourself again. And you wonder if you ever did it again, if you could come back again. So that's kind of been our hard thing. Just figuring, just figuring out how to still love each other when I just am not who Dallin married. I am now, but it's like 12 months after every kid where I'm just not. So that's... You
1: went through a lot of hormonal changes, like postpartum and man, so I can't even, I just, it's so hard for you.
0: And like, you don't know how you are until like two months later and you look back at how you were. And you're just like, whoa, like I was in a bad place. And then from that point, like two months, two more months go back by and you look back on where you were when you looked back the first time and you're just like, wow, like I was still in a really dark place, but I'm better now. And it's just like a year of every two months kind of like slowly coming out of it until you feel like yourself again.
1: I wish for you a year ago. I also wish for you now. Everybody should have this. Um, our friend Ellie told us about a counselor, personal counselor, that she talks to through Skype whenever she wants. She doesn't have to get in the car, get ready to go to an office 30 minutes away to talk to a therapist, just a life, marriage, personal therapist. And uh, it's just so cool that these services are available just through like a, a FaceTime or phone call or Skyping now. I wish so bad that you had somebody to talk you through these things who knew what they were doing and knew what they were talking about because I had no idea. <laughs> I'd never been through that before. Or to
0: talk you through it. And almost. to talk
1: me through it and to teach me how to be a better husband. Like if you really love this woman, this is what you will do and say and not do and not say.
0: Well, I just feel like the, I didn't even know what was going on the first time with George. I
1: could have used so much more coaching and you could have used a lot better support than you had. I feel
0: like if we had a third baby, I would be able to be like, Oh, like like we, like we know what this is kind well, of. Maybe, but, but still
1: maybe. like when you're in the depths of like postpartum and like you need you need a professional to be talking to you and it's really not as expensive as it, it's still a big expense. It'll like what? Our, our our therapist that we went and saw was 125 an hour. It's a lot, but like gosh, if you just do once a quarter or something like you save up for it, make it part of your budget. That was just so relieving and helpful to talk to like a knowledgeable professional about issues and things. Mm -hmm. So like look into it in a person in your area um, and find somebody or just search online or ask around for friends who have like a a good person you can talk to over Skype, a, a professional therapist to help you through those things.
0: Yeah. Like it caught us off guard with George and it caught us off guard with James. I don't think it would catch us off guard again. I did again. my
1: best as little innocent, like newly I mean, married, like I newly was, fathered Dallin, like trying to help you. But I was, I was super lost too.
0: No, I'm just saying, I think we'd and I, be, on
1: top of that, I was going to work eight hours a day.
0: We'd be more prepared for that if we had another kid. It's just, so, it's like a, like, I don't, it would be so fun to have another baby. It's just the process is so hard. It's like two years.
1: Some some women handle it so well. Well, it's, it's not that they rough. handle it's it a well. Rough it's just ride for you. The
0: experience is different.
1: Or they don't have as bad of postpartum, or like they, like during the pregnancy, they don't get as sick. Like some women are are just like, just made to have tons of kids. Like they do it so, handle so well. <laughs> I just feel <laughs> careful like careful what you say. <laughs> I just feel like it's super hard
0: for you. Yeah, it's just like not fun like c-sections and it's just anyways that was that's been our hardest part for me figuring out like what's going on with my brain and figuring out who i am when i don't feel like who i am and postpartum feeling figuring out how to like be married when there's just a lot of stuff i don't even know how to explain it
1: just what the <laughs> Well, I don't even know what you're meaning now.
0: Well, no, like just like keeping your relationship healthy when like you're not healthy.
1: Yeah, that, I mean, you can't give if you don't have anything to give, you know? Right. If you're not in control of yourself.
0: I think you would understand that in the next time around. And I think it would. I would
1: be able to support you way better if we have a third baby. Just, I just understand uh, There lot, just comes a, a point where things, I just
0: yeah. don't have anything left to give. And I just need to focus I don't know. Like, it's just so personal and weird and hard and messy and different probably every time.
1: Yeah. That's why I would just wish for everybody to have a, what is the, what's, what are they called? Like the person that helps you through the, through the pregnancy and while you're pregnant and afterwards. A doula? A I don't doula. Th- I
0: don't think they stick around that long after.
1: <sighs> but that would have been nice.
0: It would have been great.
1: Again, uh, an added expense.
0: I wonder how much sleep is a factor in that. Like, I wonder how much of like postpartum is caused by a lack of sleep.
1: That's a good question. Cause there's not much of it.
0: Cause I didn't, yeah. Like none.
1: Don't doulas help you during the night? They can. It's just a, it's more just money. More money. Gosh. Alrighty.
0: <laughs> well, I think we're going to wrap up this podcast. How even long is this?
1: Thanks for... Thanks for joining us, you guys. This is our third podcast. I hope you're having fun. Please leave us a review on iTunes if you haven't yet, or on Google Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. Um, The podcast is everywhere now, it's on all the major podcast platforms. Really exciting. And uh, just find us where it's easiest for you. You can even on Alexa, if you have an Alexa in your home, uh, you can say you need to enable the Stitcher app on Alexa. At least that was how it was like a year ago. There might be more applications now where you can listen to podcasts, but you just enable the Stitcher app and then you say, Hey, Google, hey, or say, Alexa, play um, Taking Sides, the, a marriage podcast on <laughs> uh, Stitcher.
0: What? Is, I'm just laughing. This is not a rehearsed it's not, section of our podcast. Am I saying uh, a lot? It just, it it's, I, I'm sure they get it.
1: You can listen to us on Alexa. (laughs) Look up how to do it. Okay. Thanks, guys. See ya.